review, y'all. Jump. The rest of the film. Jump. With my boy, Todd Hastings. Todd Hastings open his bitch. And that new Dylan got broke. Dylan got to what you got. You know what it is. Come on. Be quick on the count, but that doesn't matter to me because I'm John Hastings and I'm a professional comedian, unlike Dylan, who is not professional. I am a super professional comedian. John's staying with a friend in New York or an enemy in New York City, and he had to wait for the internet man. Ooh, here's what I do I set up my own internet. I ended up setting up the internet for the internet man. You go into the woods, how long does it take you to get the internet? Takes me 25 fucking minutes. I make the internet out of trees. Did you, you set it up for the man? The internet guy came and he's like, I can't find it. And I was like, well, is it the old, like the new password that he changed it to or the reset thing? And he was like, it would be the old thing. I'm like, it wouldn't be the reset thing. And he was like, no. And then he got on the phone for an hour and I'm like, this guy's an idiot. And then I went over and it was the old thing. And then there was all this st- steps and I went through and fixed it. And then I was like, oh, it works. And he was like, oh yeah, they changed it on the other end of this line. And I was like, you're out of your fucking mind. And then, um, yeah. Yeah, they're just trying, he's trying to cover. Oh, that's great. Oh, yes. There's nothing more relatable and boring than just being like, a guy was supposed to come between 9 and 6 p.m. He showed up the next day at 3 a.m. and said, now I fix your stove. Ladies and gentlemen, we have. I just want to say this. Um, If you're hearing this podcast, I was married 24 hours ago. We're, Dylan and I are right now in Montreal. Um, Dylan hungover. Me in my glory because I don't get hungover because I'm a fucking alpha. Dylan, hardcore soy boy, former proud boy. He stopped being a proud boy because none of the polos fit, but he loves their politics. And um, I am now a good <laughs> man with a wife. And Dylan's wife soon will realize it's time for a divorce. If you're listening to this, I just got John his... Uh wedding gift which of course is three games of cocaine that i put inside mine comp just like he asked for i mean i didn't ask for that specifically but i was like you know it would be fun if and i autographed it from to my best friend from your not secret admirer adolf hubert hitler ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to the wrestler review this week we are talking about Molly, fat bitch Holly. Yeah, we're talking to Molly, too good of a person to live on this planet, Holly. Ooh, devout Christian, loves her husband, even though he seemingly (laughs) loves drugs, YOLO, a real Christian woman. Holly is not divorced from a man who sold all of their stuff. She's right now in an empty house. Jesus Christ. That man's sold all of her stuff. That's good stuff. She she doesn't even have a crucifix at which to pray. She has to walk, because the car's been sold, down to a church to pray to God. I am not a Christian. I'm an avout agnostic. This woman, she should be Pope. She should be. She's very nice. We're going to get into her wrestling career, which is very funny, because she... Entered wrestling, maybe the most moral person we've ever talked about on this show about wrestling. Entered at the least moral period in wrestling history. It's like they needed an anti-Vince McMahon. <laughs> Why is the guy who assaults women the baby face? Because he wants it more. 
God rewards winners. <laughs> Let me see. Mr. Ass is Billy Gunn. He wasn't supposed to be the one. We were actually really angry at the parent-teacher council, and his his character was supposed to take a dark turn. Um, Vince McMahon is in a very, very intense business deal with Rupert Murdoch, which means that all of the content was vetted by 21st Century Fox and its subsidiaries, which means they sat down and watched all of this and were just like, oh yeah, this guy said he was he was he could beat God in a wrestling match. Should we give him a billion dollars? Yes. Yes, we should. It's also Fox though, so like Vince McMahon Vince McMahon and Rupert Burdock are clearly like the, the, a business partnership couldn't have started between two more like-minded people. Like I'm sure that they just bring in five-year-olds they get lost at the mall and kill them for sport and they fucking take turns on who does the deed all right vince which one would you like to kill i want to kill the one who's already crying <laughs> get my daughter in here let teach her as she does that facetime thing i want to call it's mom first. oh my god ha, ha, ha. Man, trying to understand facetime it's like a promo. was <laughs> 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 very funny. Chris, Chris Vince, I'm going to beat you on the ass. Molly Holly. What? Her name is it's Stacy Greenwald. What are you talking about? In storyline, here's what happened. Bob Holly got tired of driving race cars, and then he went into the WWE Hardcore division, and then his cousin, Crash Holly, uh, who thinks he's legitimately 400 pounds, uh, helped, so they formed a tag team, and then Molly Holly came out, and her gimmick is that she's nice, and she apparently... Never knew these two growing up because all they do is beat a, beat each other up and anyone. So it's like two sociopaths with like a lady who just really no, it's likes two sociopaths with pies. a codependent. It's it's the classic dynamic of those types of relationships. Oh, that's true. Do you think that Brazzers uh, has ever seen this? Because they they tweeted about wrestling today, but they also uh, do you think they saw this and that's what? how they came? What? Up? Why did they tweet about wrestling? Why did Brazzers? What does Dylan now work at Brazzers? Brazzers. Um, no, the Hell in the Cell ending made no sense, oh, and everyone's yeah. mad. Should, this isn't very evergreen, but I got to tell you, the ex- let's all think back to one week ago when everyone was like, you know, I think the WWE is going to pull out of this nosedive. They, this is gonna be really fun. One week later, everyone's like, "Oh, they made sure the they they made sure the alt right man beat the black guy in eight seconds, and then they follow that up with by with the worst, like literally saying essentially, hey, you know all the conventions of all of these different matches? Fuck you.' Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, they don't care. But when they did care, when they actually had a real comp... I mean, they might care coming up with AEW because they definitely cared during this period, even though they were putting the boots right to WCW. Not, not, to, not to go too much on topical wrestling. They should care already. AEW was way stronger in the demo that they all need to be in, and AEW's ratings were substantially higher than NXT's. And if that continues, oh, Molly. Oh, yeah, baby. I don't know. Who knows? It's on different night too. AEW will have like nine. At one point, AEW will have like nine different promotions that they all at the same time. 
uh, co-promote, and then AEW. AEW already sort of sucks, by the way. Let's not suck their penises too much. It's one episode. I don't care about Dusty Rhodes. It's one episode. All you gotta do is all you gotta do is start the thing, and then have some people tussle, and then that's it. I care, Dylan. Me. I just like the fact that there's one goddamn show two hours a week. I agree. I, oh, it's very easy to follow. It's very easy to complain about as a wrestling troll. Much easier to complain about than the WWE. Yeah, because I don't know. Because they're all that Sammy Guevara guy just looks like a twink, but it looks like he's gonna get pounded oh, no. as a little cooter. Speaking of cooters, <laughs> that's a word Molly Holly would never use. Boom. Let's get into it. Born Stacy Greenwald, nineteen seventy-seven, September seventh, in Forest Lake, Minnesota, to Rick and Bonnie Greenwald. Obviously. It was Nora Greenwald. No one, Rick and Bonnie wouldn't name their kid Stacy. Nora was never allowed to talk to any whores named Stacy. Oh, your name's Stacy? I guess you'll enjoy having confessions on Sunday. The main one is that you put your mouth up to the fucking booth and tried to get the priest to stick his dick in there, didn't you, Stacy? You oh my fucking God. whore. Dylan, is that something that you're. Yeah, that is that's what Rick says. Anyone named Rick who's Christian, that's a good impression. Because if your name is Rick, you're imbued with enough scumbag DNA that you didn't go, it's actually Richard, even though I'm 40. This is a man who's correct. It's Rick. <laughs> uh, and you're lucky about Commandment 5 and Commandment 3. Or I'd fuck your wife and I'd kill you. Like, that's exactly what he would say. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. I'm coveting your fucking <laughs> bitch wife. Just so... Just just so you're fucking get the nuts up to fight me, because that ain't one of the commandments. Doesn't say nothing about uh, brawling with your fucking I across you, Rick, the street one neighbor. Time they had to bring in a female minister, and Rick like overtly walked out. <laughs> yeah, just really loudly banged against the pews and then looked. Yeah. I ain't listen to what no goddamn woman says. Bonnie... Make me a sandwich while I walk out. Did you bring your sandwich fixings in your purse? Of course I did, Rick. Well, make me a goddamn sandwich, because Rick is out of here. Yeah, Rick talks about himself in the third person. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) Which is not a swear word. It's a female dog. God named them that. That's what you are. I'm God. Um... Got the name of the dog that you just acting like. At the one. age of fourteen, Molly became a devout Christian, uh, probably trying to uh, figure out why God made her dad so horrible, according to us. <laughs> she was training. She was training to appear in American Gladiator, so she trained to be a power lifter, and she also trained as a gymnast, so she's very athletic. Here's the. Fu- this is the first time this has ever been said. God, I wish she had gone into American Gladiators, a much more moral pursuit than being in the WWE. I guarantee none of the American Gladiators are like. Over half of the people that competed on American Gladiators have died of overdoses due to cocaine. Like that's not a thing. They were just like, "Hey, we're personal trainers in Florida. To a I man, gu- we I are." I bet personal you know what? I guarantee. If it, I'm gonna give you. It's. Eight personal trainers, one law enforcement professional, and one salesman of something odd that you definitely need, like car- carpet installation. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> something that you don't have to put any effort into selling, because I'm the only guy who does this in town. My logo is just me. Yeah, no, 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 no. The logo is him as an American gladiator, and it's called like a gladiatorial, it's called Spartan Carpets. <laughs> so she goes to be 
She's not. She does not turn out to be American Gladiator. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, but she becomes a devout Christian at the age of 14. Basically, uh, she's electrocuted by a lamp, which makes her realize she could die at any time, and that she wanted to forge a relationship. Basically, what this means is her childhood was such a a pit of snakes. And she suffered intense PTSD. She needed a structure to her life to feel that she could be in control. And she found that through religion. And thank God for that. Because I guarantee Rick and Bonnie, this is, this is the beginning of every night at Rick and Bonnie's house. Let's have a glass of wine. This is 45 minutes later. Whore, you're, go back to your whore, Rick. Your sister, Bonnie? I'm fucking your sister. <laughs> Nora at the top of the stairs. If I sing loud enough, mommy and daddy will not fight. If I sing loud enough, mommy and daddy will not fight. It's a disaster. Yeah, the this is the weird thing. The only thing that got on her nerves about being wrestling, in wrestling was her portrayal as like a puritanical judgy character she didn't like that which is weird because why does that hit home so hard do you know what i mean like it shouldn't bug you that much you should just be like oh yeah i know those type of people i'll just act like one i guarantee that she's one of those people that justifies really bad behavior as a like no but you have he's going through a hard time like you and i are very good in these situations with like user shitheads because we've worked in canadian comedy where we're just very good at being like, oh, that guy is on coke. Yeah, don't get, don't leave your wallet there. But then sometimes you do just to catch them. Yeah, because then, then you own them. Because <laughs> then they'll do anything you mm. want if you have their special drugs. Oh, I have cocaine yeah. on me. I do not use it. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm not looking for anything sexual. I'm just looking for some errands to be taken care of. That's very interesting. Have you met my friends Rupert and Vince? They want to graduate from five-year-olds. Oh. <laughs> They want to dominate someone who has muscles, too. Don't they, Vince? <laughs> I bet Vince McMahon has, like, all of the tendons of just, like, some athlete that went missing. What was great about that riff is it cut out in perfect time. So all I heard was five-year-olds, tendons, and then just silence. As if the FBI was listening to the podcast. Which <laughs> <was> like, ah, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Beautiful Nora Greenwald leaves Forest Lake Area High School, which just sounds like a high school in a horror movie from the 80s. And, oh, Forest Lake Area High School has had a, uh, just a man hanging out in a cloak. That's fine. Let's still go to yeah. the party near that Welcome place. To Forest Lake Area High School. Four recorded murders aren't our fault. <laughs> How was I supposed to know that Stabby McStabs yeah. would stab? Oh, I guess your football team can win without knives, not us. We're not cucks. <laughs> she leaves home with 200 bucks in a 65 Oldsmobile that she drives from Minnesota to Florida. So she literally drives from stability and nice people in Minnesota to, yeah, to a baby that's a, guy, that's a prostitute yeah. that shoots you. Yeah, she drove. It's basically she left the kitchen and went into the room where your mom goes to take pills because your dad's screaming. So she felt very at home. She felt very. <laughs> but she was just like, oh, all those people that are in love treat each other the way my parents do scowls, and then one of them dies. <laughs> how often do you think. How often do you think that Nora just uh, draws a very hot bath and sticks her fist in it? I mean, now for sure she has a panic room. She has, like, a room that she just goes in. She's like, well, that's where I get all my praying done. And it's just, like, 
<laughs> knives in the wall and screaming. It's completely soundproofed, so people can think she's praying, but what she's doing is is just breaking eggs end to end somehow. Like, that's how angry she is. Like, she just screams at someone in a way that, as they're being yelled at, they know it's not their fault. <laughs> and that brings us to our, our next point, because Nora was a sandwich artist at Subway, a job that she actually loved. She stated that people people would come in she loved that and it was hard for her to quit her other job which was oh, a telemarketer is, I mean, i've been a telemarketer it's the easiest job to quit in the world oh yeah telemarketing is great because you can quit halfway through your shift and the guy will just go oh yeah <laughs> don't dispute it at all they're just like yeah yeah i get i understand i quit on the day you got your loyalty you, there was a 30 day like you last 30 days you get a loyalty bonus I lasted 30 days, got the bonus, and then said I quit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I uh, I got the job interview and did the training shift at so many telemarketing places one year. I had like 12 T4s because I would just get hired and then see how long I could make it without making a phone call <laughs> before they fired me. How long did you make it? I made four hours one time. Good for you. And this is pre-smartphone, so I'm just doing crosswords. My favorite was there was a guy in my telemarketing office that would just go... He read all of Dean Koontz's novels in a summer, he told me. One summer? The summer of Koontz? He would just leave... Okay, he would show up at nine when you had to check in, and then he'd not log off to go to the bathroom. He'd be in the bathroom till lunch. He would come back at lunch, sort of make a phone call, leave again, and then come back... And another guy, and this is the sign of a really scummy place to work, another guy just talked to me a lot about how much money you could get for various empties after a party. <laughs> you see send two you see six two fours, you you're looking at Listen, there's a particular type of cokehead. Um and that cokehead is um Toronto co- or Montreal cokehead. And he was a Montreal cokehead. Because here's the thing with Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Rent is due blow, and it doesn't really affect your living situation. That's cool. That's why your wedding was in Montreal. Montreal. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Dylan's getting du- Dylan got dusty last night. Dylan right now is explaining to his wife that that's just icing sugar from a lot of donuts. <laughs> I'm standing on top of a roof, and uh, I'm jacking off onto the people that live onto the house. They're just leaving now for church. I just nodded on their head. That's what you get for having a bare head on a Sunday. That's what I say. You know to what? That. You're doing the, ironically, you're doing the Lord's work. Exactly. No, actually, no. It's good to. No, you have to have the hat on because it's cold, and then you take it off in the church. I suppose. You're a weird guy, Dylan. Well, you know what? <laughs> this, this podcast is about someone who was in wrestling for what three years? Yeah. No, no, we're padding it out. Good. Um. The first time we uh, did this podcast, because there was a corrupt file issue and we had to redo it, I don't remember how, but we just started looking up who's been Me Too'd. Uh, I can remember it, is that the riff basically involved how Vince McMahon probably couldn't figure out how to sexually exploit Molly Holly, so he just said, you're fat. (laughs) You probably... I guarantee she, there's just a whole thing she doesn't mention about like how Vince McMahon showed up to her house in the rain, nude, yelling, get implants. And she was like, no. <laughs> but she just 
didn't process that as like an aggression. She was just like, I don't think I will, Vincent, but thank you for offering again. And then just like went to bed like, he's friendly. He came to my house. <laughs> he took the private jet all the way to Florida? Mm, what a sweetheart. <laughs> so how does she get into pro wrestling? Um, she She eventually... She worked with a wrestler at uh, Subway, and they introduced the idea of her going to training. Because this is the funny part. She she starts training. She's training with Roderick Strong. She's training Victoria. Um, apparently, she says Roderick Strong came up with the move, the Widow's Peak, and gave it to uh, Victoria. And Dean Malenko trained her. Now, here's the fun part. She just kept on working at this telemarketing agency, and only when the macho man Randy Savage saw her and was like, you should wrestle with me. And she was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to work around my uh, schedule at the telemarketing place. And she was like, well, he's like, oh, you would quit. And she's like, I don't know. I make pretty good money. And she was like, what? No, you can make $200,000 a year, and you just have to do a handstand once a night. Well, that's a lot of money, but I think they really need me at the telemarketing place. And then just a guy who file who only uh, chews his nails, like he never clips them. <laughs> he just chews them down to nubs, and then uses a pet, and then uses a pen lid to get the dirt out because he doesn't shower. <laughs> Was like, nah, we need you here, Nora. Now mop up my socks. Nora, who who's. Nora, whose seat am I going to sniff if you go? <laughs> there's a women's washroom and then there's a Nora washroom because she doesn't mind when I mushroom up the seat after her ass has been Oh, my it. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just dump in there? Nice. I'm going to press the head of my dick against the seat while you're still warm. Oh, that's friendly. You just... <laughs> That's a bit nicer than a hug, isn't it? I don't know why she's saying that. I also the, the 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 idea the idea that you the the mushroom. Oh my fuck! That is that's a real taste. <laughs> porn to something that's unnerving. Thank you. You're welcome. We we wrote it. We wrote we wrote I wrote that in a uh, in a sketch uh, years ago, and no one liked it. <laughs> Well, they are not me. I love it. <laughs> they did not enjoy that. So she debuted actually in the World Professional Wrestling Federation under the name Starla Saxon because women's wrestling was not taken seriously. She was a jobber a bit and on uh, Sunday night. Her opponent, ID. by the way, was a, a woman named She's Got Breasts. <laughs> she's all that the wrestler yeah. For, ladies and gentlemen your opponent Freddie Prinz woman yeah. here's the thing you never have to forget you must, must never forget about wrestling is they had a character named woman and only right now am I going well that's crazy <laughs> she, she's a yeah. whorish whole devil what do we call her woman she's a woman that's what all women are ah good that's fair <laughs> meeting meeting adjourned. Just a normal woman. How about we call her normal woman? Uh, maybe just woman. All right. I don't think we need the normal How about we part. call her bit, don't trust your head. erratic husband? No, no. That's a bit too prescient. <laughs> don't be alone with that guy. Mm, that's more foreshadowing than I want. Mm. 
Kevin Sullivan seems to have a plan. Anyway. So the only reason she leaves the telemarketing firm was uh, to train Gorgeous George, who, of course, was Macho Man Randy Savage's valet at yes, the time. His girl, Macho, Macho Man, Man Randy Savage essentially got the most Florida of girlfriends to, I think, make Miss Elizabeth jealous, who is now with Lex Luger. Because this is the period of uh, Randy Savage comes back with the tightest ponytail, all the steroids, and just an absolute hoot on his arm. And doesn't really wrestle that much because he's basically the muscles are too much for his bone structure so he just basically like does an elbow drop moves his finger and then drives the humvee into things yeah exactly he does he cannot move anymore so what he does is he gets three managers this being medusa and of course Ms. nora greenwall who is known as miss madness who is like a pageant queen that was her gimmick and Gorgeous George, whose gimmick was uh, Checo those jugs. I and look at this cowboy hat. The idea of the three, like sort of like the three valet. Two of them are like because Nora Greenwald, aka Miss Madness, could take some crazy amazing bubs and also do some pretty amazing, like high flying stuff. Two dudes and Medusa also had been put over in such a way that she could be a heavy. So it's the idea of the two of them versus Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is in a bit of a fucking sticky itch situation. And can provide a non-traditional beatdown and a non-traditional type of threat to the opponents. I think it's such a clever spin, especially in a time of the Attitude Era where every woman was basically just, let's count down until they get thrown through a table, that Miss Madness was put over in this really cool, interesting way. Yeah, and also every woman was a stick with fake JoJo's. Like they're all terrifyingly thin. When you look back on this era of like what men found attractive, well, legit, like what we found attractive as like fourteen-year-olds, it's really unbearable. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a coat rack with like. Oh, yo, she's got jeans from Echo. She's hot. <laughs> Ooh, those Exco jeans. Cool. Whoa, Fubu tracksuit. <laughs> I'm gonna spook. <laughs> oh my god, she's, so how did she's she... driving on a four-wheeler. I'm gonna stain. <laughs> how did she meet Macho Man Randy Savage, you guys are asking? Through Lanny fucking mm-hmm. Poffo. Lanny Poffo was just bothering telemarketers with conversation and Nora. <laughs> the phone yeah, <laughs> he was answering, do you have any other surveys I should answer? <laughs> Okay, Mr. Papo, that's it. What about another one? Pass me to another Wait. person. I fill out surveys all day. Was the last ep- was the original Molly Holly episode where we made the Patreon pledge explanation for the rest of the review beauty pageant? I think it was. Yes, but then we mentioned that on last week's show too. So that's Okay, we good. should mention it again. If for three months you give us ten grand on the Patreon, so thirty thousand dollars, we will hold the wrestler review beauty pageant dylan and i are the two people competing in all the traditional categories there will be one judge that judge will be lanny Papo. <laughs> yeah the judge will be lanny Papo. we may bring in colt cabana just so he can talk to, so we don't have to talk to lanny Papo. <laughs> yeah colt cabana will not be judging he will just be there to hang out colt with lanny Papo. The host. he's the regis to our miss america Ooh, that is true. He's pro wrestling Regis. Yeah, he is pro wrestling Regis. He's beloved. He's excited. He's positive. Yeah, and I'm going to sue him. Oh, yeah. And you're going to sue him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sue him right after and say uh, that I should have won or lost. <laughs> uh, even if I win, I'll say I should have lost. I'll sue him. I just want to 
I just want to call uh, CM Punk up and be like, oh, yeah, I'm suing this guy too. How'd you get this number? Oh. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, what's with this whole Fox Sports 1 thing? I guess you didn't save your money as much as you thought. Anyway. Uh, hey, uh, I just got one question. You're, you're about four months from legitimately yelling at teenagers skateboarding at the mall, right? Do you want to just skip that four months and do it with yeah, me right now? So, like, let me just get this straight. You turned on everyone in your life and... Um, and then, like, because you felt that the WWE was the big demon, and now you're going to accept money to be like, well, the thing with a hammerlock is. Yeah. In no way are you a seller. <laughs> so weird. So, basically, Miss Madness is the athletic one now, because Randy cannot be athletic anymore. She said, Savage is uh, super intense. And he believed in me, so that gave me my shot at starting a full-time wrestling Bear in career. mind and how right. intense Randy Savage has to be that she says only nice things about her junkie husband, but Randy Savage, she goes out of the way to be like, ooh, he's a bit high-strung. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's a bit intense. That probably means, like, we all slept. I mean, Medusa didn't sleep in the closet, but certainly me and George did. It was nice. I just stopped myself to sleep like yeah, a horse. Medusa, Medusa just sl- slept on the ground in front of the closet, and we knew when she said, up, up, he was back. <laughs> all right, before we get to Ms. Madness in WCW and all the fun that that is, and, of course, Molly Holly and WWF, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with more of the Wrestler Review. That's the most professional throw to a break we've Suck ever done. my penis! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Hey Dylan, have you ever thought about giving us money because we fucking do a good fucking job for these fucking ungrateful fans? They're all pieces of shit. Every fucking week, we take time to research this show, then forget most of it and talk about who would like to come on. Yeah. And by, I think that deserves money. And by we, we mean a guy we've met a few times and he needs money because I keep promising to pay him, but then I say, no, haven't earned it. Why? <laughs> yeah. I spend the money on candy and hummus. Separately. I, I don't I don't dip the candy <laughs> in hummus. That would be a Old taste Snickers sensation. Old Snickers Bar Hummus Hastings over here needs money. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. Or rate and subscribe on iTunes, or do both. And here's another one. Fucking shut the fuck up, buddy. Yeah. Right now, are you talking? Are you talking? Are you talking to me? Where are you listening on? Were you doing dishes? Tur- fucking turn- break all your dishes, you fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> shut your cock washer and use your fucking dick grabbers to give us some fucking money. Ooh, thank you for coming back and not... Ooh, 30 seconds was too much of a break to press... Fast forward once in. <laughs> you fucking bitch. This is you listening right now. You're lucky we're not fucking Mark Marin and make you sit through. Uh, there you go. John Zant- John's anti Semitic. That's what no, that was. No, no, no. Take I don't that. People from no, let's talk about it, John. Race review next week. <laughs> we pick different races and we review them. I'll say this I got a lot of negative ones. I mean, how far off this stupid, fucking, annoying comedians in fucking, like, uh, sleeveless shirts starting podcast trend are we from having a show called The Race Review? Okay, yeah, welcome to The Race Review. I'm Doug Pumpkin. This is my host, Cunt Man. Yeah. We got a wet one we for you. We got a wet you. one. Now we're starting we're talk about. with women. That's right. They're a different species, not a race, bro. Yeah. Lock them. 
in the toilet. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's, I'm in New York City recording oh, this, fuck. ladies and gentlemen. And may I say, Jordan Peterson, I have a joke about how Jordan Peterson is in rehab, and it's very fun. But it's also really fun watching how many men clearly are trying to act like they don't know who Jordan Peterson is in front of their girlfriends who are clearly like, I don't like that guy. And they're like, I don't like him either. And then they're like, I love him. For those who don't know who Jordan Peterson <laughs> is, he's a human piece of shit. Now, go ahead, Dylan. Ooh, baby. So behind the scenes, uh, Greenwall and Medusa train the other women in the WCW power plant. She's been a wrestler for six weeks, and she's already training people. This is how good this woman is. Stacey Keebler and Tori Wilson, a couple of the people that she uh, trained with. She really loved her time as Miss Madness. And then, of course, once Macho Man freaks out and disbands the uh, Miss Madness ladies, uh, this is when she basically has a... Her character is just a a beauty queen now. She's just... Just a beauty queen, and she loses a lot. She's jobbing out a lot, and that's when uh, she gets picked up by the WWF because Mr. D. Malenko goes there, and he talks her up. And they say that um, Jim Ross basically says, if you're going to start as a woman in this company, you have to start as one of the hoes. And I assume that Nora said, absolutely not. That was Jesus' girlfriend's role, and I will not take it from her. Nope. He put on Boomer Sumer, and then they banged. I don't think they did that. I don't think Jim Ross is capable of sex. Oh, for sure not, no. I don't know how he would. I think he's. I think he uh, went on a date with his wife once, and he's like, well, ma'am, I'll tell you this. The uh, ribs have made me totally impotent. But if you would like to make love to a Oklahoma Sooners football player while I watch and drink the finest brandy, I would be honored. My beloved Jan learned about learned this about me on my god pretty early on, which is uh, Bill Watts chemically castrated me after having one too many red wines <laughs> at a Red Roof Inn in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Legal to say that my uh, Grandchild, my my children and subsequent grandchildren are a result of uh, mom papa uh, getting a bit creative when it came to artificial insemination. Needless to say, Jan was very pleased uh, that I uh, enjoyed watching her uh, flick her bean with a variety of kitchen utensils. And every once in a while, uh, Brian Bosworth would come over and just rail her hard while I would yell, <laughs> Boss! 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 I'm the boss. So she becomes Lady Ophelia, does Molly Holly, uh, in her first stint with the WWF. Of course, this is just her doing some spot shows and jobbing mostly. But this is when she becomes the queen of wrestling, baby. Molly Holly debuts on November 6th. 2000 edition of Raw, she of course debuts as the cousin of Crash Holly and Hardcore Holly because they really did try with Hardcore Holly because they just, he's hardcore now and no one really bought into it and they're like here's Crash Holly, he's like uh, Hardcore Holly but he's a better performer and then they really were like okay that's fine and then Molly Holly came in and kind of like the three of them together separately couldn't do promos at all but together they were energetic enough to pull one off. The whole thing was really fun. I enjoyed... I, I liked the beginning of Hardcore Holly. I liked the introduction of Crash Holly. I loved the super heavyweight angle. whole thing, I thought that was phenomenal. And I really enjoyed the introduction of um, 
Molly Holly, I think Dylan's absolutely wrong and being a little bitch, and he just didn't really, he didn't understand families liking each other, so he couldn't really get behind it. Big bitch. Big bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they, uh, why they did that even. Though the cousin, the cousin thing was great, and I, I, that hasn't really been done effectively since, because they always introduce, A, they introduce the person as cousins immediately, or in the case of Roman Reigns as The Rock, they just tell you they're cousins, and then they are cousins. Do you know what I mean? They mention you offhand. They mention it offhand, and then you know it's going to come up, like, next week. It's not, like, years down the line. Like, that's how you do... That's how you kind of do that. You plant the seed years ahead of time and make people forget about it, and then they come out. So people want it. Don't just be like, by the way, Roman Reigns is The Rock's cousin. When's The Rock showing up? Exactly next week. Like, obviously you're going to do that for to try and get the rub on your main dude, but you know what I mean. It's the best way they've done the yeah, of course. relationship well, thing. It's, and it's also, it usually needs, it needs to be organic. The other thing that I always get real, ah, real frustrated about in modern wrestling is the reveal of the kid, which has never worked. Best exemplified, of course, by yeah. the classic Kurt Angle, what's-his-face, um, being his... Jason Jordan, baby. Jason Jordan being his son, and then everyone was like, he's not, though. And you can even tell in Kurt Angle's face, he was like, yeah, you're right. Jason Jordan also bad neck injury, never gonna wrestle again. That sucks. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess it's more like American Beta. Anyway, nice. It's also one of those fun things where he can't wrestle again, and the internet fans were so mean to him that uh, everyone just wished such hate on him, and now a really horrible things happened. So now they've kind of uh, put themselves in a corner where they have to cheer him if he comes back. Yeah, they won't though. Man. Wrestling fans are so shitty now. Like, the morals are gone. Anyway. It's Bray Wyatt who put on a mask that's more shittier than we're willing to discuss. Hey, man. The Fiend is a great character. Jason Jordan should come back as The Fiend. I, I don't love The Fiend. Hi, I'm The Fiend, Jason Jordan. I'm The Fiend. I'll tell you what I feed for. Satisfaction in the workplace. <laughs> don't sexually harass anybody. I think they should have a character who just is an HR. Oh, that's very good. Kurt Angle's HR representative? I think that's a great idea. It's true. Kurt, can you verify its honesty? And if it was in uh, the Attitude Era, the H would have standed for homo, and the R would have standed for homo again. Homo, homo. That's what it would have been. Why is there an R there? The R is silent. It's homo again. The R is for real homo. Anyway, this is Rico Constantino. We're going to shoot him in the face because he's gay. Oh, God. Wrestling? Piano wire his throat, and then a real bullet will go through his temple. And then I'll say you're fired so everyone thinks it's an angle. And then Dave Mansell will be like, mm, there was a lot of color that Rico was doing between his temples. I didn't really like it. I mean, mm, come on. You can kind of tell what they were going for in the storyline. Again, everyone shits on nowadays WWE. Like, Look at post-attitude area WWE is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, you mean the ruthless aggression? Ruthless aggression era. Every 45 minutes, they are essentially doing what Dylan just described. Or Vince McMahon is wrestling God. Or they're having, like, it's a it's a shit-in-my-mouth match with a bunch of guys that have shit. Yeah. <laughs> that have shit? The shit collectors. Yeah. Vince McMahon so, was so rich after the W's as a post-XFL purchase he actually bought two guys who just came to his house and they then put them <laughs> in a different, less gold toilet. I believe it. 
Well, that was the weird Ruthless Aggression era, which Molly did last until, but she's actually kind of got a very... She's got a very typical career the way it matures if you want to talk about Attitude Era versus Ruthless Aggression because Attitude Era, you know, obviously she's got some fun stuff like um, she meets Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold, she slaps Stone Cold Steve Austin after being called a bimbo and Stone Cold stunners her and then calls her Debra a bunch. And they have a breakup. He realizes he's on TV and then runs out of the ring and the police chase him. <laughs> and they finally have a breakup with the Holly Cousins, of course, because Molly Holly has started dating Spike Dudley. And that was one of the more fun angles and wholesome angles in the Attitude Era was the Dudleys are arguing and then uh, Molly and Spike are dating and it was nice. It's so cute. It was the only heartwarming thing on a program where Kane was a baby face because he just <laughs> did Sandy Hook. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kane showed up to a school and chokeslammed all the kids. Yeah. And then later on, he's going to chokeslam them with guns. He's the best. He's the number one contender. Now, quickly, he's off to go kiss Alex Jones on the mouth. <laughs> Kane did it. So... She said the Molly did that uh, Spike Dudley uh, and her storyline was the high point of her wrestling career. She, of course, becomes Mighty Molly. Um, Spike Dudley has a mini feud with Hurricane, T- uh, Hurricane Helms over the European title, of course, turns heel. And that's when we get uh, Mighty Molly and Hurricane, which is another, like, nice light thing. And the thing was, Molly Holly never wanted to be a um, heel, because uh, she didn't want people to see her that way, which is a weird... I, I still think it's weird. I still think it's like, no, you'll make me slip. Molly, it's just wrestling, not to me. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Or it was also pitched to her like, you're going to be a Christian villain. By week two, you're going to crucify someone. And by week four, you're... We're, you're going to be boning Batista, oh, but Deacon Batista. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It may have been a slippery slope on that side where she was just like, Mm-mm, I better better watch my back for the first time in my life. I don't know if I can trust these guys. That is very funny. It's the first time in her life that she's ever had to question someone's motives. Even at the telemarketing place with, with Silly Steve. All right, I'm going to go in the toilet and smoke and put out all these cigarettes and then... Uh, I'm going to have a spoon, and then I uh, put the spoon in there. Once I put the cigarettes out, I eat the cigarettes out of the toilet water. All right, Steve. Enjoy your lunch. Yeah, Steve, don't, who wants to kiss? So she splits up with a hurricane in April uh, 2002, and this is, of course, she shortens her hair, dyes it dark, and becomes a self-righteous prude character who is appalled by the diva's using their assets and degrading themselves. Basically, she follows the exact formula of every Attitude Era and Post-Attitude Era heel for a woman, which is, uh, hey, put your jugs away. And they're like, no, man, I'm going to show my jugs. Beat down, fight, 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 fight. Check these jugnificent jugs out. Oh, here we go. We're having a bikini match. Oh, wow, your bikini is exposed. Well, I'm going to expose mine anyway. Look at all these jugs. That was wrestling. Jugs of her hiding. But, like you said, yeah, but this is exactly a ripoff of, like, and this is, a, this is the thing. It's now 2002, 
she's doing a character, like the exact character that Ivory just did in The Right to Censor. Yeah, it's interesting also that she didn't, she wasn't in The Right to Censor. Exactly, because The Right to Censor is broken up. And then they do the exact same character again with Molly. So not only is it her directly mocking her own beliefs, which she does not like, obviously, it's also a complete retread of another character. No, no, I see what you're saying. I'm just weird that they went with Ivory on Right to Censor and didn't, knowing who Molly Holly's deal, they didn't put her in into it right away, you know what I'm saying? Well, Molly was uh, pretty, uh, like, she was pretty hot character at that point with uh, Spike Dudley. Okay. And then the Mighty Molly stuff was also really good. They just kind of ran out of things to do with her. I don't know why. And this being said, Molly Holly also, uh, if you're, anyone remembers the Molly go-round, it was a front flip, basically, a booty attack. Um, and she did a lot of very athletic things. Uh, but re- women's wrestling was not only not at a premium at this point, non-existent at this point essentially trish stratus is the woman who really fought for women's wrestling to actually become a thing and that it did for about eight months before they uh burnt it to the ground of course the diva search really did so much to hurt like they were making such little strides but there were strides nonetheless with women's wrestling you had victoria um you had obviously lita trish stratus molly holly uh jacqueline when they first did the brand extension, they had Jazz on SmackDown, and then immediately just pulled everything back. <laughs> it was just like, what was it? The this is off something they wrestle with, but uh, someone called one girl called another. I think Christy Hemi called a girl a cum burping slut. That was good. Wow. But just on live TV where they were like, that's sick. That's a sick line. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that it's I I I'm gonna spoil my wedding, but I I got that tramp stamp for you. Oh, it just says come burping slut on your yeah, ass. Yeah, and a photo of us. <laughs> burping up back our cums. Back, yeah. It's weird. So she cried every day at work, and she hated it. And she said she doesn't. She was not a prude. She didn't want to basically portray her religion like that. And she is... Uh, she was on a special edition of Fear Factor. She's out of wrestling remarkably quick, Molly Holly is. Um, well, actually, sorry about this. She uh, She's still a heel. She plays this heel character for a couple years because they don't really need to have her around that much, being as that she's not on TV very often. Um, her final on-screen appearance, uh, of course, uh, due to her short-lived... Her short-lived... Um, sorry. Her short-lived alliance with Gail Kim in 2003 and... She gets on WrestleMania 20. She really wanted a WrestleMania to be on WrestleMania 20. Uh, they would barely let her because they already had one match, which was a mud match. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania 20. So she walks up to Vince McMahon. She says, I'll shave my head. Just please let us have a fucking women's wrestling match on WrestleMania 20. So Vince says, all right, if you're going to shave your head, you shave your head. She shaves her head. Um, she's still the prude heel, and her final appearance is in the exact thing uh, that basically got her kicked out of wrestling. Which was the was a uh, was a schoolgirl fulfill your fantasy battle royal, and she did a she did had a demure nineteen eighties schoolgirl style uh, uniform with the with the skirt. I mean, the skirt is by the way still well above the knee. Like it's not a it's not like a they didn't go all the way with it. Like she, she like if you're gonna go all the way with it, have her wear pants. But they were still like, but it's still like it was like a regular short skirt, and the other women were just like. 
nude with bras on. <laughs> That's pretty much it. No, it's good. It's a, it's it's a really uh, it's a really prudish skirt because your pussy is no, out. It's a really prudish bras because you can't see the nipples. Yeah. Yum 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 yum. This is our uh, well, he'll be choreographing it. His name is Rod Black. He'll hand you your knives. You have to shove into each other. It's Gucci. Oh God. Yeah, Rod Black's got some good ideas on how to make his fantasies are illegal. Yeah. Here's the thing. Little. Most of you don't know this, but Rob Black was actually employed by the WWE for five years uh, just to make Vince McMahon's ideas seem moral. <laughs> yeah, he was just on the payroll. Oh, I forgot to mention, during Molly Holly's uh, stint as the uh, Christian puritanical person, Jerry Lawler starts calling her fat on TV, and that leads to her having an eating disorder. Eeyore. Yeah, and uh, Jerry Lawler, of course... Um Note a giant pedophile. So, hey, Jerry Lawler, when you die and uh, the devil is fucking you in the face, just know that Molly Holly is up in heaven sweetly eating a peach. He is, um, he is wrestling's Harvey Weinstein because he's attached to a lot of very, like, what, what would you say? He, like, a lot of uh, artistically successful things. Not necessarily breaking the box office, but, like, a lot of, like, very important things as far as wrestling storylines. And then also a uh, monster, a pedophile rapist. An argument. He's in the top ten of worst pieces of shit in wrestling, which definitely puts you in the but top But also maybe the top ten wrestlers. Yeah, probably. Certainly top ten draws and top ten most creative. Like, he's still drawing fucking houses in fucking Memphis, for fuck's sake. Yeah, he just stands there. This is how popular he is in Memphis, Tennessee. He had a variety of sexual assault allegations and still came third in the mayoral race. Yeah. Well, I mean, that doesn't really... I don't know much about Tennessee, but... You know. Anything, anything about that Mason-Dixon line, baby? Below. It's below. <laughs> I below you, you know? <laughs> it's the best joke of the show so far. Saved it. I set that all up. I set that all up. So she left uh, WWE in 2005, and she's had a couple matches on and off. Uh, of course, she's had the problems with her husband, uh, where she was a virgin until she, of course, marries her husband... They get married on July 22nd, uh, 2010. Her husband, of course, has had lapses back into his original substance abuse problems. And uh, that's bad. But you know what? She's Molly Holly, and she'll get through it, won't she? John, what's your favorite thing about Molly Holly? That she is such a creature of resolve that she lives in a furnitureless house just to avoid a divorce. I like that. Here's another thing. I, I think that uh, she could... Pretty much. How old is she? Let's look at that. 1977, she's 42. 1977, uh, she's 42 right now. She could totally come back and have another run if she wanted to. Uh, she's 42 is still well within um, her limits athletically to do something, given how what kind of athlete she was 20 years ago in her prime. Um, probably the best thing about her is that run with Spike Dudley. And she's just a very good person. Yeah, I'm also going to say that her standing up to Vince McMahon and saying, I'll shave my fucking head, just let us have an actual match, is one of the greatest things anyone has ever done. And it, it's a shame that she had to cut her hair to let horrible monster Vince actually um, let her wrestle. Like, it's fucking terrifying, but still so nice that it, at least they had an actual match. Yeah. She's not given enough credit. Like no. She should probably... Everyone who... Every woman who was a wrestler during that dark 
period for women's wrestling should really be in the Hall of Fame. But what are you going to do? Like, put Jazz in the Hall of Fame? Because that was the funny thing about the Women's Royal Rumble that I thought was they had... I think they had Molly in the Women's Royal Rumble. I could be mistaken there. She came back, eliminated two people, and got eliminated. Yeah, so they had Molly in the Women's Rumble, but they just had so such a lack of Molly Hollies that they had to have Kelly Kellys. Do you know what I mean? Like, they had to have the people that kept women's wrestling down in as well. Not only just because Kelly Kelly is... Uh, doing very well for herself on Instagram, which is very funny. And Molly Holly is uh, having a rougher time. <laughs> so maybe maybe Kelly Kelly will help out Molly Holly. Who knows? What's the worst thing about Molly Holly, John? All the people that are probably mean to her face. Yeah, that's true. I think the worst thing about her is that fucking she believes in God, bro, and that doesn't exist. Nice. Yeah, Dylan Hitchens. <laughs> The only thing worse than an evangelical Christian is an evangelical atheist. Because at least Christians, in the end, think, what, you're missing out on heaven? Don't you want to live for eternity? Atheists like, what, you believe that? After this, you just die. Anyway, I'm going to go eat Doritos in the lake. <laughs> Why in a lake? Just stand in the lake, eat Doritos. I don't know. Evangelical atheists are always like... Haven't you ever heard the Dead Kennedys? No, I didn't like it. No, you you just haven't heard all of no, it. No, you're just not an artist. Why didn't you that? hear enough? Anyway, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. The worst thing about Molly Holly is um, I don't know. I don't think they're like as far as wrestling. I think she topped out. Probably the worst thing the about Molly Holly is that heel run, just because she <laughs> cried every day and developed an eating disorder. That's not good. That's good. Wait, what? Okay. Another great thing is she devoted 40% of her uh, earnings in wrestling uh, to charity. So there you go. What a piece of shit. Yeah, what an amazing human being. God wrestling. She's the antithesis of the person we'll be covering on Patreon this month, who is Grizzly Smith. Oh, that's right. We have to do a Grizzly Smith episode wherein I come back from being on holiday after my wedding. No! On the holiday. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm in love. This is my wife. Now it's time to talk about pedophile rapist, pedophile rapist, pin them down. They're very weak. Pedophile rapist, Grizzly Smith. He's the worst man in the world. He's a piece of shit. He's good. He's my enforcer. I'm Will. I'm Bill Watts. I, uh, there's, I have a lot of problems with six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Six-year-old girls. Oh, he really enforces that they have sex. Oh, he's such a piece <laughs> He enforces of shit. them. But also, he's so hot. He's not hot. And it's not hot when you're calling your girlfriend and something. Alright, that's the end of this episode. Go fuck yourselves, guys. Please fucking join us on fucking Twitter, at Wrestler Review, Instagram, at Wrestler Review, Facebook, the Wrestler Review Podcast. Join me in real life on my sh- on my shows, DylanGott.net, for all the show information. John, where are your shows, you fucking bitch? At your mom's place, bruh. Uh, I'm going to be in Chicago, Illinois. Sick. I'm going to be in... My mom lives there. Other places, too. Just fucking... Uh, suck my butt and kiss my dick. Follow me on... No, don't suck it. Yeah. That's what I'm into now. Don't suck his butt. Suck my butt, kiss my dick. Good night, everybody. <laughs>